Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM. I bring you greetings right here from Perth Amboy, New Jersey. Thank you for joining us. I'm going to go into this word. Today is a wonderful day. I hope you've been blessed by the confession. I hope you make major confessions today. But we're going to talk about the walk with God. I won't be before you long today, but I do have something to share that I believe will benefit you. Go to Jeremiah 31. Jeremiah 31, verse 31. It says, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts. And I will plead their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall each one teach his neighbor and his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquities, and I will remember their sins no more. Father God, we thank you for your word. We come boldly before your throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace in the time of need. Father, I thank you, Father, for this day. As we talk about the walk with God, I thank you that this message will energize and strengthen everyone who listens to it. I pray that their faith will fail not. I thank you that their faith will continue to grow exceedingly in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, I want to talk about the walk with God. As Christians, we are born into this family. We are baptized into this family, as 1 Corinthians 12 says. And the Lord has engrafted us, according to Romans 9, into the olive tree, who is Jesus. And of course, John chapter 15 talks about being connected to the vine. And I want to talk about what God expects of us. This life, as we know it, is very short. The, the average lifespan is 79 years old. That's not a long time. You may be a teenager, but that's not a very long time. So I want to share just a few pointers of how to walk with God, to walk with God. What does this look like? Walking with God. As we see from Jeremiah 31, the promise was that all of us would know the Lord from the least to the greatest. No longer would they say, you know, let me teach you the ways of the Lord, but we all would know the ways of the Lord. Many have received Christ, but not too many of us walk with him daily. Walk with him. The walk with God. It is God's will for all of us to know him. It is God's will for all of us to walk with him daily. Walk with him in our homes. Walk with him on our jobs. Walk with him when we're in school or the gym or walking around the neighborhood or going to groceries. Walking with the Lord. This walk with the Lord is a 24-7 thing. It's a day-by-day, moment-by-moment. It's going to take all eternity to really know who he really is. But he has revealed to us in his word, who he is and what he likes and what he dislikes. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 1 simply says, Remember thy creator in the days of thy youth, while the days are not evil. So at a, as, at a young age, God has designed for every believer to know him even at a young age. Now, some of y'all may have came to Christ much older, but it was the will of God for you to be born in a Christian family 
to a Christian family so that you, you yourself can come into the knowledge of God and his son Jesus and the knowledge of the Holy Spirit and begin to walk with him and begin to observe your parents. Now, as we know, for most of us, that wasn't the case. Some of us got saved at a much later time in our life. But it doesn't matter where you are with your life with Christ, that you can continue to walk and develop a fellowship and a walk with Christ. Psalm 27. Let's go over there. Psalm 27, verse 4. The walk with God. This walk with God is day by day. And I'm going to go from the scriptures. Actually, let's go to Genesis. Genesis chapter 3. In Genesis chapter 3, we see, of course, Genesis chapter 1 is the creation of man. And we see God creating humanity. We see God providing um, the man with a wife. And then he tells them, gives them instructions. If you notice, the first thing that God gave the man was a job. <laughs> so for all the single women, you want to get a man or want a man to find you that's working. If he's not working, don't, don't even think about dating him. Unless he's in school, or unless he's laid off or something like that. But he needs to have some type of vision, some type of mindset of where he's going to go. Genesis chapter 3, Genesis chapter 3, verse 6 Actually, verse 8, it says, And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? Now, whenever God asks a question, he's not really looking for the answer. He's looking for your confession and your, your, for you to own <laughs> your mistake. So if God asks you a question, you better believe that he already knows the answer. But the point I want to bring out in verse 8, it says, And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. So we see this picture of the Lord walking in the cool of the day, looking for his man and his woman. The Lord comes to us, and we see from the book of Revelation that Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door of your heart, and I knock. He's talking to the church. So the Lord is knocking at your heart. If you're born again, the Lord is knocking at your heart for you to let him in so that y'all can have sweet communion, sweet fellowship. If you're not born again, if you're not a child of God, you're not a saved, then the Lord is knocking at your heart so that you can let him in so he can save you. So he can be your Lord and your Savior. So we see that the will of God has always been from the beginning to walk with humanity. God wanted family. He wanted friendship with man. I'm learning to develop my friendship with God. I've been saved since I was four, filled with the Holy Spirit at the age of six, and spoke, speaking in tongues every day since that time, baptized in water in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit under the authority of the name of Jesus. I've been walking with God a long time, and yet it's not that long, and I'm learning to develop a friendship with God. There's some people that are real close with God, and there's others who are not as close. I, I want to be close with God. I want to walk with him. I have some wonderful friends that I look to, um, some co-laborers in the faith and in the ministry, and they have a closer walk with God than I do. And I'm jealous, not in the sense of ungodly jealousy, but I, I desire to have that walk and that closeness. And we all should have someone, whether it's a co-worker or someone around, a peer or someone who is like a spiritual leader to us, that we should desire to walk like they walk. 
because they walk in with God so much. From Genesis 3, we see the Lord God walking in the cool of the day. God wants to walk in the cool of your day. He even wants to walk with in the heat of the day. Whatever day that you find yourself being in, the Lord God wants to walk with you. The walk with God is a day by day, a moment by moment. And there's an old song in my head called Just, Just Another Day with Christ to walk closer to him every day. I mess, I jack that song all the way up. You know what I'm talking about. But there's a song called Day by Day, you know, walking with Jesus day by day. And that's the heart of the gospel. That's the heart of Christianity. It's not some big thing that you have this grand vision to have, you know, these spiritual encounters with God. But it's that day by day, that ordinary that, that mundane Monday, <laughs> that, that Tuesday and that, that hump Wednesday, that Thursday, perhaps that Friday where you, when you're getting off for some of us or others are, are beginning their work day on Friday. Wherever you, wherever you find yourself at, in, in a state that you find yourself in, that you need to walk with God. Take advantage. And we saw from Jeremiah 31 that it is his will that we walk with him. He wants us to know him and he wants us to and he wants us to know his character, his mind, his will, his purpose. A couple of weeks ago, I did a message called the will of God. And I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that. I pray that that message will stir the heart, your heart and your desires up to, to really pursue him. God wants us to know him. The aim of Christianity is so that we can know him and walk with him. Psalm 27. Now you can go to Psalm 27. Psalm 27 verse 4. The walk with God. God wants us to walk with him. God wants us to pursue him just like he pursued us in Christ. You know, he pursued us. And our response should be that we, we pursue him. Psalm 27. Tw- Psalm 27 verse 4 simply says this. Psalm 27 verse 4. It would be nice if I got that, right? Psalm 27 verse 4. And it says this. One thing I have asked of the Lord that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in his temple, One thing that I desire of the Lord, David said, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's that's a man seeking after after God, having a pursuit of God, going after God. As Christians, as born again believers in Christ, we should desire to walk with him, walk with him every single day. I have a book coming out. Talk about when work is worship, honoring God in the workplace. And that book speaks about knowing God in the workplace. How do you walk with God in the midst of a crazy environment, perhaps even a hostile environment, environment where there is um, favoritism, an environment perhaps there's racism, knowing and walking with God every single day. It is the will of God, even when you're having a conflict with your kids or perhaps your spouse or relatives, God wants to walk with you. He wants to walk with you in the midst of a crazy situation. 
And here's David, is, it says, that I'm, one thing that I desire, I make this my aim in life, to know him, to, to want to be in his presence. Why? To inquire of him, to behold his beauty. Have you, have you, behold, have you beheld the beauty of the Lord today? In the midst of a horrible situation, are you beholding his beauty? How do you say that? How do you behold his beauty in, in a chaotic situation? You look to him. You search the scriptures. You study them. You memorize them. You speak the word. You pray. You worship in the midst of anger, in the midst of sadness, in the midst of disappointment and frustration, learning how to walk with him. There's an old song, another one that I don't know the lyrics too well. It's called Walk With Me, Jesus. Walk with me. We want to walk with him and we want him to walk with us. That scripture in Jeremiah says, I will be their God and they'll be my people and I'll walk in the midst of them. God wants to walk with us every single day, every day. Don't walk. Don't go a day without walking with him. To walk with him is to know him. It's to pursue him. It's to fellowship with him, to spend time with him. We, we should desire to walk with God daily. If you want to walk with him, you have to you, you will walk with in peace and in joy and righteousness, love and so forth. Let's go to Philippians as I end. Philippians chapter three. I told you that today is going to be short. Philippians chapter three. Philippians chapter three simply says this. Talking about the walk with God every single day. Walking with him, talking with him. Some of us don't, some, some people don't spend time talking with the Lord, praying and worshiping him every day while you're driving or catching the bus or walking, whatever state that you're in, perhaps you're in a wheelchair, perhaps you're bedridden, wherever you're in, you need to spend time walking with him. When I talk about walking, I'm not necessarily talking about physically walking with him. I'm talking about fellowshipping with him having a relationship with him, a vibrant relationship. So you can be related to, to somebody and never talk to them. <laughs> How many know somebody like that? Where perhaps you don't, there, there was some type of beef or conflict and, and, and you departed ways. But I'm here to tell you that you can walk a fellowship and have that vibrant relationship with Christ every single day. Philippians chapter 3 verses 9. Actually, I, I can't I, when I come over there, I just want to go to seven, go to verse seven. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through the faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. Here the scripture says, Paul is crying out that I may know him. Here's Paul who wrote two thirds of the New Testament, who was about to die is praying that I may know him. This is an endless pursuit of knowing him. An endless pursuit. You'll never come to a place where you say, I know him completely. I know him in all his glory. Listen, it's going to take all of eternity for you and I to know him. 
Every single day, God has called us to spend time with him. This is really just a rehearsal of, of what, what life is going to be like. I'm not talking about the trials and the tribulation because there's no trials and tribulation in eternity. I'm talking about you walking with him, the rehearsal of you spending time with him. Every day we're going to be in the presence of God. As the old folks used to say, every day will be Sunday. You'll walk the streets of gold and there'll be praises and worship. And then we're going to be doing other things. We just won't be worshiping all the time, contrary to religious mindsets. But we're going we're gonna to walk and we're going to enjoy the way that he designed it to be. We're going to go into this new heaven and the new earth walking with him. And Paul says that I may know him, that I may know the power of his resurrection, that I may suffer even like he suffered. Talking about Jesus, that I may gain Christ. Are you gaining Christ every day? Life is short, 79 years, the average person, 79 years you have to maximize your time with God, spending time in the word. How do you know him? How do you walk with him? Spending time in that word, even if it's just 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be eight hours. It could be just as simple as 20 minutes. It's not the quantity, but it's the quality of time. When you're reading, are you checking your phone? This is one reason why I encourage people to get a physical Bible, because when you're on that phone, it's easy to look at the text messages unless you put do not disturb on or, or, or perhaps, you know, someone hits you up on the notifications. Is get you a physical Bible, turn that phone off, turn the, the television off, turn the, the physical landline. I don't know how many people have landlines today. Turn that off. Put do not disturb on the porch or whatever, whatever the case may be. And you spend that time with God, whether it's five, 20, or, or an hour or two hours or three hours, you should fall in love with Jesus or be in love with Jesus. I should say be in love with Jesus and be in love with the father and be in love with the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and the, with the Holy Spirit. Be in love with the Holy Spirit. Long to desire to be with him and to know him and to, to take his word and, and, and not just to study the scriptures, to get knowledge, to get a fat head. But in other words, to actually get to know the spirit, to get to know the author. And we know the author by reading his letters, his text. He texts us 66 books so that we can know him, so we can walk with him every single day. Walk with him in, on your job. Walk with him as you're parenting. Walk with him in your retirement. Walk with him in your older age. Come on. Walk with him in your young age. Walk with him in your middle age. Whatever age you find yourself to be in right now, walk with him. Get to know him. Spend time praying. And when you pray, think about what you're saying. Think about, you know, don't just, oh, Lord, I just want some money. Oh, God, I'm about to kill this heifer. Oh, God, I'm about to beat this dog up. Oh, God, I'm about to kill my, you know, no, don't only complain, but I, I, I want you to, to pour your heart in and spend that quality time with God. Five minutes of prayer. A quality time with God will do you so much more than 24 hours of faking it when you're praying or, or, or not being, not putting your heart in. Some people pray and they're not even thinking about the words that they're saying. Think about what you're saying and believe what you're saying and read the scriptures and believe the word. I believe this. I'm, my mind may disagree with this, but I believe it and I, and I line myself up with him. Today is a wonderful day to spend time Walking with God in your home, eat your meal, turn off the television and spend some time worshiping him. 
Spend some time meditating the scripture. Take one passage of the scripture. God doesn't expect you to read the Bible in one day. God doesn't expect you to pray eight hours a day in tongues. I mean, you should. You can if you want. But it's the quality. Where's your heart? Where's your heart? Won't you treasure him? You have a short amount of time on the earth. Walk with him every single day. Studying the scriptures, meditating the scriptures, prayer and worship. That's all I have before, for you today. I pray you got something out of this. I want you to walk with God today, wherever you are, whatever you're facing, with the trials of life, the crisis of life comes to all of us. and We have to deal with it. We're overcomers through faith in Christ. We're more than a conqueror. We don't have to be defeated. If you'll walk with Christ, you'll, get, you'll have a supernatural strength to endure whatever comes your way. You'll have patience, more patience than, than the devil. You, you'll possess that patience that will endure through hell and high waters. That no matter what you're facing, you may have pain in your body right now, but you're going to fellowship with him. Not, you're not going to praise God for the pain, but you're going to thank God for the opportunity to, to believe him and to take him at his word. Oh, what a joy it is to, to be with him every day with the stresses of life on us. We can look to him and we can tap into that peace and we can have peace in our bodies and we can have peace in our minds and we can have finances. Even when we're broke, you, you better believe that you're already rich, that your needs are already met. Even when you're, you have sickness in your body and pain is racking your body, he's still a healer. He, whether you're facing some court issues, some of y'all are facing some court issues. He's a lawyer. He will give your physical or your natural lawyer some supernatural wisdom. He'll help you even if you made the mistake. He'll turn that mistake into an a, a opportunity to show out and to display his grace. Whatever you're facing, whatever mistakes that you have made, whatever sins you have committed, there's forgiveness in Jesus. There's, there's joy in Jesus. What, even if you have committed adultery, there's forgiveness in Jesus. I'm not saying that it's going to be an easy road, but what I am saying that he'll walk with you even in the midst of your sinning. He'll, he'll cleanse you and make you a vessel of honor. Even in the midst after you finish cussing out your, your relatives, he'll clean your mouth up and change your life. So today, I want you to make this com commitment of faith that you're going to walk with him. Say, Father God, I'm going to walk with you every day in Jesus' name. I, I renew my faith and rededicate my life to be with you every single day. Even when I mess up, <laughs> you're still there in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, that wasn't a prayer of, of coming to Christ. That was a prayer of renewing your faith in Christ. I want to encourage you to begin to walk even today after you eat that meal, <laughs> after this message. Spend some time with him. Get your family around you. And spend some time. Five minutes is a whole lot better than no, in, not having any minutes with God. And if you are hearing this and you're not born again, I invite you to, 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 to text us to let us know that you want Jesus. And we'll reach out to you with some information how you can be saved. We'll lead you in Christ through that text. Yes, we have opportunity. We have ability for you to text us. So today, if you want Jesus, I want you to text this number, 
732-324-2200. And I want you to text the word, I want Jesus. I want Jesus. And when you text that, someone will reply back to you and give you information on how you can have Jesus. And at that same number, 732-324-2200, if you want to be a member of this growing church, we're outgrowing our present building. The Lord is going to bless us with a, the, a bigger building because we have to do the work of God. The work of God is demanding for us to have a bigger building in the right timing. You can text membership at 732-324-2200. Membership at 732-324-2200. God bless you as you spend this day walking with That concludes this week's message, and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Rancocas, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to His Word. God bless you.